It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Good evening. Welcome to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. Thank you so much for showing up again this Saturday night to listen to our show. We have amazing guests this evening. But first of all, I want to—I know uh, Courtney's not here this evening, so we want to well, uh, wish her the very best. She's having a little surgery, minor surgery. She's changing her body to Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <Is that right? laughs> but guess who? Billy's here this evening. Hello again. So we're just going to take just a second to make sure our young Clark family can do the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And our podcasts are brought to you by Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville, Mr. Jose Guillen. If you have not joined our podcast, please do subscribe. It's amazing. And just go to Alexander Friends 660 and on Facebook and alexanderfriends.com on our website and join our podcast. So good evening, um, Mr. Uh, Billy. You've been gone for a couple of weeks, I guess. Did you sell your house? I sold my house. I closed on May 12th. I... Just real quick, because it's not about me. That's right. It's I, about uh, our guest, who is amazing. I did amazing. accept that other job, and I have not told my current job of 13 years oh, yet. Oh, so. so do we want to make that? Uh, uh, we can tell them here if you want to. <laughs> I think he just did. Oh. No, they won't know. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And if they do, that's fine. It's a nice Easter egg. But I will tell you the last thing I did. We got back from our company trip last week in Mexico, and we took the company Oh, was photo. this a company trip? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought he year. was spending some of his money to no, go on his own. Lord, no. uh-uh. <laughs> if I get a free trip every year, I'm going to plan on that instead, you know, not my uh-huh, money. Uh-huh. Anyway, I... So where did you go? We went to Puerto, Puerto Vallarta. Vallarta. Brand and I new, was not there with him. No, brand new Secrets Resort is really nice. I just avoided everyone I worked with and stayed with my wife the whole time. And when Were things the, good with y'all? Oh, yeah. And when... Uh, when things came up, when the group photo came up, though, uh-huh. I went downstairs. My wife didn't want to go. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I went downstairs, and just as they were taking the picture, I threw up my little deuces. Bye. Wow. My last, really? My last group you did photo. That? Oh, yeah. Nice Easter. You want to show you? No, show dude, you? I don't want to see it. Put it oh. on Facebook. Uh, put it on our, it, on our on our Alexander friends. Not yet. Not yet. I'm giving you all inside stuff. Oh. Anyway. So where is this job going to be at? Well, I'm not going to say that yet, but uh-huh. it's in network engineering sales. And uh, Is it in this country? Network, or in, network engineering sales. Can you explain that just a little bit? I mean, I yeah. think I know what it is. So, like, I, w- I would come in and, and walk around and build a proposal to re- redo it all, including cameras and Wi-Fi access, your door access stuff, uh, you know, and it's all cloud-based management these days. And it's right. Just, way more robust which means that if you wanted to get a client in say vermont or something you could control it from your place Uh, yeah absolutely yeah yeah all of our network engineers at that company one of them i've been friends with for a long long time he shows me you know all these projects Mm -hmm. um they recently do you know how do you know how to build that out yourself yeah Yeah, i actually went to school for all that stuff but when i started with this foundation company i started as an it person (laughs) and and doing foundation work and i've just kind of grown into that over the 13 years and i woke up one day recently and was like man the younger version of myself is not happy 
What about the pro- <laughs> the programming side? Do you know do you do that stuff too? A lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I learned a lot back oh. in the day. Because there's things when you build out custom like that, there's certain things that need to be programmed and some things need to be written. It has to be proprietary to exactly. the company sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're doing all that. But I because I'll be strictly outside sales for this company, I won't have to really dabble in that as gotcha. much. Yeah. Okay. We'll wow. have a team for that. But because I understand it, it's easy to just do what I got to do for so them. So you go around and you drum up business and stuff. Yeah. That's I'll cool. be out there shaking the trees. and That's wow. cool. And I'm excited. They're so excited. do you need an assistant? Not yet. (laughs) Are you going to be in the Dallas area? Yes. So the office is only 20 minutes up from my new apartment near Love Field. And so I'll be here still. Okay. If that's okay, I'll still come in here on sure. Wednesdays. You better. Yeah. But it's going to be a month or so. So are we going to have a party at your apartment? Oh, no, not there. I'll do it somewhere else, but we are going to have a party. (laughs) We're going to have a party at the CIA. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Y'all don't know anything about that. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. Um, That's cool, man. You know, on a personal note, you know, I feel like because this is a life about life, wealth, health, and all that. Uh-huh. Life, health, wealth, and love. Love. Don't Let me tell you this, then. I have love a, again. I'll tell a short story. For the last few years, I have not been happy working here. And at one here point, at that's structured. Oh, that's not structured. here. Uh-huh. Just got to make sure. And it's nothing personal against them. They're a great company. They do a great job for their clients. I just wasn't happy myself. And mm-hmm. it did spiral me into a depression that I did not recognize as such. And Ooh. it caused a lot of problems at yeah. home, with friends, with a lot of people. Alexandra, I've even blown you off over those years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, can but you I, say, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. Well, I'm not depressed. I'm I'm blow, not I blow Alexander off all the time. Well, I can see why. <laughs> it's easy to justify it, yes. No, um, but I did try different medications. I went to doctors. It didn't work very well for a while, and I finally called this one doctor, and she's like, come here, talk to me. Mm. And man, back in December, she started me on some stuff, and yeah. it straight woke me up. Really? So That's good to know. Goodbye, bad moments, all good now. Good. So, and you know, you could tell there was something very serious with you because yeah. it was just not your personality. I like wasn't I who I you. used to be. Right. I, I've known you for so long and you were happy. Oh, yeah. and go lucky. Now you were I wake boring. up every morning like somebody pumped me full yeah. of adrenaline, you know. You Let's were bo- go. Wow. You were boring and you were kind yeah, of a thanks. bad attitude. I appreciate and, that. And, and you, look, <laughs> you didn't even look happy. <laughs> no, I wasn't. And you know what, what really sucked? I know this is so personal. But I don't mind. No, no, I'm but that's okay. Book. We're an open What book. really sucked is at one moment in time, I thought it was my wife's job to make me happy when I just couldn't figure out why I wasn't. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Now that I'm standing on the other side of this, it was like, I am so sorry. Mm. And she accepted that apology and we're good. That's good. We're all good. That's good. Good. But I just wanted people to know, because I know guys don't talk about these things, but God dang, it doesn't matter how good or how much you think you're in control of your emotions. That's only going to make that problem worse Mm. if you ignore it. And I think I think it's important that you're saying this because this is what our show is all about. Exactly. We do journeys from, yeah. you know, we, we follow the journeys. And we had an amazing guest last week, um, but Young Sung spoke about his parents being born in a concentration camp. Right. But the week before that, we had Deepa Patani. Right, yeah. Who was, uh, you need to get to see her and, yeah. and meet her because I think that is one of the greatest and things. you see, that, that makes me feel bad because I don't have problems like that i don't have any big issues like that but for some reason i was in this these throws You're in the and i'm and i'm comparing myself to other people who are feeling bad i'm like well they have a real reason to feel bad i yeah. don't it but just didn't make sense but you can't compare like that because well, people are all while, different after i started on this med medication it was like why are you worried about other people yeah worry about yourself yeah yeah 
And now everybody is doing a little better around me because of it. And that's what I should have done all along. So I have a question to ask. What was the name of the lady that was here who, that you visited with? Um, I just saw Jody Wallace. Jody Wallace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you went to see her, you knew that you had a problem, right? I knew that she wasn't going to be able to help me and I wasn't trying to be offensive to her. I just knew that wasn't going to work. But you knew then that you, you were looking for some help. Yeah, I was. That's interesting. So I'm glad that she opened the door for you in a, in a just, sense. At that time, I was desperate mm. yeah. to try anything yeah. while carrying a smile around still yeah. because yeah. that was fading quickly. So that, so that was very good. So I think you have to say thank you, Jody, because I think that's what opened your... I'm grateful your, to everybody. Yeah, because I think yeah, that some, opened some, I'm grateful to everybody who tolerated my crap. Sometimes you need <laughs> a, a dead end. Sometimes you need a yeah. U-turn and you need like assigned to provide that. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing was leaving this company. And I, like I said, I have mm. nothing against them, but I'm not going to be myself again until I'm away from them. Yeah. Okay. And that's well, what I had to do. How many weeks are you going to give them? Maybe one know. day or so. I'm just going to try and work a deal out with them where it's amicable when yeah. I am gone. Well, I hope it works. And I know that you're going to do well because you have such a great personality. When I first met you, you were like, wow, you know, it, yeah. I used to tell everybody, you got to call Billy. Now I said, don't call him. Just call the office and set up an appointment. Well, because, that's still true. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I my my phone that. is. Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with my phone number because it's nothing but nine years of marketing and sales for this company. Yeah. You might need to get a new phone. I might have to get a new phone. So number. Yep. what are you? Did you buy a new home in uh, Tyler? No. So we're just sitting in our rental house. We have a house we already own in Tyler. Mm-hmm. So we're just hanging Hanging out there, getting by. I got this little apartment with a friend up here, and just going to wait for the housing market. To is flow. it a male or a female friend? That's a yeah. male friend. Okay, good just, idea. yeah, no, Billy, just, that's a good my, idea. My friend, who's been my <laughs> friends for thirty, almost thirty-three years, and I'm not even forty yet. I heard that so, it, that it's going to start slowing down pretty soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, by the way, I made out like a bandit on my house. I'm very good happy about you. that too. That's it. I'm glad you did. No concessions. I'm glad you did because it's starting to, it's really shaking a little bit and it's very difficult to uh, find a property now that's not even, interest rates are just hilarious, five and a half. So all these things fell into place. I mean, just almost like a month after the bed started really working, it was like, oh, I can finish this house. I've been sitting around for two years, not doing anything to. Hmm. What a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I rocked all that out, got it done, went through inspection. Nothing got flagged, no concessions. Because wow. I, I know what inspectors look at. Did, I do did that you build the house yourself? No, I just oh. did all the repairs and updates myself. Oh, okay. That's um, good. So everybody's happy? Your children happy? Oh, very much. You know, yesterday I got off work early. You know, my kids are going to school in Tyler. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can be there in time to get them from school. So wow. I rolled up wow. to my daughter's school an hour before they get out. I was like, great, I'll be the first parent in line. She'll love that. Uh-huh. But guess what? She was sitting there on the playground looking at me. Uh-huh. I went, oh, I'm just going to go check you out right now then. So we had a great time. <laughs> wow. You know, hung out at I'm the park. So glad. It's just I'm like so, glad. so many, once you unload all these things that build anxiety while you're in this spiral, yeah, it's man. like, oh, I can have more time to do this. And it feels good. Well, so. in that, in that uh, wording here, I think that's what we need to work with um, our co-host. Mm-hmm. Miss Miss um, Courtney Courtney yeah I think we need to reach out to her because I think this is I have talked done, to her you've done something that I think she needs to I've talked to her a lot actually oh, I've, I've, I've kind of already gave her some of this scoop I, don't you think huh. I, I mean I just feel like she needs that right now she's gone through so I much felt the same and uh, she's reaching out in different ways I've even think, reached out to other friends guy friends that I know good have been here for have a while. you talked to uh, Mark, Michael Clark oh I'm sorry you're, no you're does here. he need help I don't know. He looks happy all the he time. He looks happy all the time, yes. He's got that sarcastic look all Always. the time. Always. 
I like that. Well, <laughs> I think, well, let's just say something a little bit different here. I want to, I do want to thank Roberto Perez for giving us the opportunity oh, yeah. of this show because we have opened so many wonderful stories about people. And I want to tell you the one for last week was, oh, we've had so many, many people send text. Um, when I saw to your young, email thing, uh-huh. I immediately went and downloaded the show. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I didn't awesome. even hear it. Yes, yeah. it was. It was so touching. Mexico, it was, and, and and people have been asking, where do we get this guest from? Mm-hmm. And and it's just wonderful to and to see the parent. She was listening, in, 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 and Young was translating to her in yeah. Korean. So there was an amazing. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. it was an amazing day. So awesome. So let's talk about today, Courtney. We miss you. I hope uh, we wish yes. you the well tomorrow, and that we can't wait to see those. Mm, mm, Dolly Parton effects. What? Oh, did I say Dolly not Parton? Dolly Parton. She's oh. not going in for that. She's not doing Marilyn that. Monroe. No. Yeah. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Hey, Marilyn. We wish you the best. I'm sure you'll look great. Can't wait for you to show it off. <laughs> oh, excuse me. What are we talking about? Mm. I'm asking. Oh, uh, I see. I see. Well, one one thing I got to say about um, Courtney is that she's very, very wonderful. And I think that she's going to be an amazing co-host that's going to look beautiful. And it's going to be one me to, for me to go to uh, get the same thing done. And today we have a good guest, Mr. Brian Glenn. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hey, good, how's everybody doing today? Hello, I'm good. Brian. I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I'm all excited. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure I can follow that last segment, you know, hearing oh. your, your journey and to get you where you're at uh, yeah. today. You know, it, it just reminds me of so many people that I've worked with over my career that has been in very similar situations that it, it just kind of, they just weren't happy and yeah. for whatever reason, and they wanted to move on to do something uh, different. So I, I just, it really reminded me of that, uh, hearing your story. And I, I yeah. know that uh, you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah. It was difficult not understanding it. That was the the worst part of it all, you know? So, but it's behind me yeah. now. I love being on this side. <laughs> all right. So yeah. official introduction. This is Brian Glenn. We're talking to, uh, he is, uh, is it program director? Is that your title? Yeah. Program director, director of programming, yeah, a little uh, bit of everything. Right, really. right side <laughs> yeah. broadcasting network. And correspondent, don't forget. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. He's he's in the field. Yeah. Yeah. And I and you know, I hey, when we go to rallies, I help set up cameras. I so you can put you could put a production assistant in there Ooh. as well. And, so and, and social media <laughs> troublemaker. There you go. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw Brian what you posted on uh tw- Twitter. I was testing out the algorithms of Twitter to make sure that uh I'm reading you know, it. I, yeah, and you know, oddly enough, I've never been uh, shadow. Well, I'm, I'm been, I've been shadow been on Twitter for sure, but I've never been eliminated. My account's never been suspended. So, um, hey, I, I think this whole Elon Musk takeover is, is a good thing for yes. free speech. I'm not saying that he's the best because let's remind you, he's still the human being that wants to put chips in people's heads. For this <laughs> yeah. man. He's got some wild ideas. Hey, oh. As long as it's optional to each their yeah. own. As long as yeah. it's not chemtrails, yeah. right? As long as it's not chemtrail kind of talk, yeah. you know, I hate that too, but yeah. yeah. But no, he's uh, free speech is alive and well. It looks like microchips. Microchip. I think he was talking, he was talking about mapping the human brain mm-hmm. and, and being able to store people's, but, consciousness but all of you day. stop for a second because yeah. just think about this is a young man who just works very hard yeah and who is very talented mm-hmm. and just creates things and, mm-hmm. and makes things happen yeah i think he's a great african-american billionaire yes i'm not <laughs> mad at him for wanting to try it. new things no I, because i do that all the time yeah. i like to try things i liked but, the uh the headline that the babylon b had the other day they said that uh 
uh, eccentric billionaire does more for free speech in one afternoon than conservatives have in the past couple of decades. I love it. I just nailed it. I, yeah. like, I love oh my it. Gosh. I love it. So, Brian, yeah. how do you what do you think about that? That isn't he amazing, though? I mean, look, it's just like you look at you where you are. You are, you know, in, in a great location and you you worked hard for that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was uh, on a plane the other day and I was just kind of thinking of like I was going to an- another event. I was, well, I was actually going down to Mar-a-Lago oh. uh, for an event with um uh, gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake of Arizona. Love her. And, um, love her. Love great. her. Love her. She's great. And let me tell you something about her real quickly before I tell this story. Please. Um, I, I would set your eyes on her much deeper than just the state of Arizona. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's made some very good impressions uh, yes. with the president. And she's got, I think she's got a, a bright future ahead of her. But I started thinking about all the jobs I had in my entire career and then adding them up and my takeaways on each one of those jobs and what I learned from each job, whether or not, whether or not I left on my own terms, whether or not I was fired. And let me just let the record reflect. If you know anybody in broadcasting, if you have not been fired from a job, you're not good enough. (laughs) Well, I kind of mean, you know, you may not be scratching the things the right way. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and, and maybe, but if you get fired from a job, that was because, your mind was, your head was not right and God needed to move you along. So sometimes you get so comfortable in a position that you become lazy and you don't strive, you don't push forward to be better or make the product better. So it just takes God saying, you know what, I got to get you out of here. So you'll get fired, but then you'll land in the place that you need to be. You know, before I went to right side, I was fired by a, a, a the largest uh owner in broadcast television stations in this country. And the reasons, you know, were basically I was a conservative that I covered a Trump rally that I, I criticized, you know, COVID-19 and the, the, the massive overreach of power that our government put on us, the CDC, all of a sudden having legislative authority to, to tell you what you can do in your life. And I criticized that on social media well, then it went to a media blogger and they wrote it kind of a hit piece on me and I got fired. But if I would not have done that, if I wouldn't have stead, stood up and said, you know what, I don't like what's going on right now. And, you know, uh, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And so I, I, I'm very thankful for the career path that I've had. And even my time with Salem, let me tell you something, my biggest takeaway when someone says, my goodness, I don't see how you stay live for three, four, five hours at a time the gubernatorial race in Virginia, we were live. I was actually myself live for seven and a half hours straight juggling, you know, precincts coming in interviews with people. But I, I can, I can honestly say that that skill set came from sitting in those chairs that you guys, that you guys are sitting in right now at Salem, you know, because Mm -hmm. that radio is probably one of the best formats to expand your skill set in having a conversation and um, really agree. breaking down issues. I agree. So it, and it's, it's just a wonderful thing because I will say this, you, you've got news anchors here in, in this market. You've got news anchors across the country that read teleprompters. But if you put them out in a live breaking situation and you have them basically have the ability to uh, describe what's going on and basically carry a broadcast unscripted they can't do it they can do it for a while 
but they can't do it. So um, radio was such a blessing to work for Salem. And I, I will say it's probably one of the, the, the greatest moves I had in my career was, was working uh, right there in the studio. Although, you know, yeah. you can say that about radio, but Brian, we knew that you came from TV and we tried to get you on video as much as we could over here because you have such a pretty face. <laughs> well, well, I don't know about that. I'm getting older for the travel. <laughs> That's but, okay. You know, video, well, video is, but at the same time, like video is, I, I always say when we, when we work with, with, with camera operators and photographers, I always say, um, it's called say it, spray it. If I say it, you spray it with video. So if I say, take a look at this or, you know, you know, you know, check this out. Let me show you this. Uh, If I'm talking about it, people want to see it. Mm -hmm. So as we're at these rallies and we're covering all these events and um, you know, it's video is a great aspect in communication and it's powerful. I mean, it's whether or not it's you're showing actions of something going down or you have someone on camera uh, with a compelling story, the, it, video is such a wonderful thing. But radio, in my opinion, uh, is more about it's more storytelling. Mark Davis is one of my career idols is, in terms of that format, and the great Dennis Prager as well. The, the, oh, between yes. those two guys, um, I, I learned so much, and I, I would listen to Mark Mark Davis every single morning. I would listen to literally the entire Salem lineup between, uh, you know, Prager, you know, Hannity and, yeah. you know, Larry Elder back in the day. I mean, Charlie yeah. Kirk now, um, Charlie Kirk, yeah. you know, yeah, that, you just, n- and you know that Prager is pretty good with in front of the camera too. He does that video. Yeah, he does Prager's the, great. He does that. Look what Prager's chats. done with those, with those, with those five minute videos with Prager. They're yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I, I, I try to share as many of those as I can, because I think young people need to, they need to see, in a very basic way, yeah. some of these elements we're talking about. Right. Yeah, the, five minute, the five minute plugs are the best way to keep their attention. Those you are know, pretty short, cool, but sweet, concise. Let's but he yeah. also does, the Prager does, also does, he gets in front of the camera and he does his fireside chat. And so he's, yeah. he's yeah. not bad in front That's of the camera cool. either. No, yeah. no, it's great. No, but Salem's great. Yeah. Radio's great. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, if you're not getting fired, you're not, you're not uh, pushing the envelope. That's right. That's awesome. Doing. I've had my share of, uh, yeah, we no longer need your services, which that's fine. It's just you, you learn <laughs> you almost know, a compliment you know, in your we, department. Yeah, yeah, that's a compliment when you get fired, right? That's what yeah, Rush Limbo yeah. used to say. Rush used to say that if you don't get yeah. fired, you're not any good. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. Been there. Myself. I miss him. I miss him a lot. I miss Rush Limbo. That's yeah. one of the best ever. Uh, would you not say that? Brian? No, I was member. I was in college. I mean, 1988 enrolled when in, he started, you yeah. know, fall of 88. And they, that was in the heyday of, of kind of what he was kind of really ramping up. And well, I remember yeah. listening to him. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. great. I went several times too with the cookie sales and all that good stuff. I used to fly and, and, um, be there for him all the time. So it was mm-hmm. amazing. Well, let's talk a little bit what's happening in, in the good old uh, part of the world of Washington, well, D.C., all that good stuff. Tell me a little bit about Title 42 also. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, you, man. Yeah, talk about some we, of the, the, the events of the day, the, uh, the what's going on with if you've learned anything about the people still being held captive by January 6th or about the, the, the current events, the Title 42 thing going on. What do you got? Yeah, well, just 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 past uh, Tuesday, uh, Attorney General Kim Paxton was at the steps of the Supreme Court, uh, really making his argument, uh, you know, in favor of, you know, keeping the Title 42 in place, because what's going to happen is that that was reversed uh, in the Supreme Court argued that prior to his press conference, if that was reversed, 
you would then see, uh, I think, a larger wave of illegal immigrants coming into this country. I mean, we've seen reports of they're just kind of staged on the other side of the border waiting Mm -hmm. for this uh, Title 42 to be released, which is set to be released on May 23rd. Now, from what I understand, uh, it was a, a little bit of a victory. Uh, on Tuesday, um, it seems like the courts are going to maybe hold that uh, Title 42 up. So we may not see this large influx of immigrants. But that's what we're seeing now, though. Whether or not that's in place or not, the the insurgents that we've seen on our southern border, and it's an invasion. Let's not cherry you know, coat it at that's all. That's right. It's an invasion. Yeah, and, just and, not and, usually and, a violent invasion. Most of the it, time it's, Absolutely. You know. and, and the thing about it is, I think we can all sit here and agree that we are all for immigration in this country. Absolutely. That's what's made this country the greatest country in the world. But you are also seeing such an influx of, quote, the bad guys, end quote, uh, in drugs and sex trafficking, human trafficking. And you're seeing a lot of stuff come across the border that we can't control because it's absolutely wide open. Um, So you've got that. uh, and, And I certainly think that that is going to be a, a major issue coming up in November with the midterms because, you know, let's just say that Title 42, let's just say it's dropped on May 23rd. Yeah. And now you start to see waves of people coming in. Well, well, you don't even have to wait prim- till the midterms, Brian. We've got uh, runoffs and primaries coming up really quickly here. You do. You do. Uh, so Arizona's if you, you want to got- vote on that issue, then find out what your candidate believes about that. Yep. And we find are right now. What- early voting just started. Yes, early voting. Well, oh, yeah. no, it didn't just start. It's been going on for a week. When Saturday, Around then, yeah, the same yeah, time yeah. the mask mandate went away? Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, they, they knew what they were, you know. Oh, well, they always interesting. <laughs> and we have some <laughs> tremendous races going on right now because we have a governor race. We have just about yeah. everybody's. That is, I think the attorney general race, though, is probably one of the, the, the biggest races here in Texas. Let me tell you why. Yes. The attorney general, attorney general Kim Paxton, has filed and won about 11 uh, court cases to block the use of uh, machines in the state of Texas, voting machines, NAS, uh, Dominion, and and other few. He is really fighting for election integrity in Texas. And Mm. when you hear AOC drop down to San Antonio or Austin (laughs) and say, you know, Texas is a matter of time before Texas is blue or Texas is purple. Um, They are playing mind games with the -hmm. voters because they're setting it up so that when it's quote stolen, and I'm not sure if I can even say this on on this format or not. Why not? Why not? We talk about live. You said quote first. So I did say quote. (laughs) Uh, And then it becomes a little bit more like, well, they've been telling us that it was purple. So I guess it's purple or I guess it's blue. Uh, Ken Paxton, that's a big fight there. These attorney generals in secretaries of state around the country, those two individuals, those two positions are so vital Mm -hmm. in keeping law and order. Uh, in place and also keeping our election integrity in place. And you're seeing what's happening in Arizona. Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham dropped a lawsuit this past week basically saying it's no more machines in the state of Arizona. Not Good. a single machine. Wow. And that was huge. And they're the first people to do that in the country. And so if, you know, that we, we just have to get to one vote, one paper ballot, yeah. one day, mm-hmm. not you know, not we accountability. Know you're voting. <laughs> 
For the show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title, Texas, and our podcast is brought by El Señor Guillén. I'm following after um, Michael Clark here. El Señor Guillén with uh, Old House, House Barbecue, sorry, in uh, Louisville and in Carrollton. So thank you so much for listening. We have an amazing guest tonight, um, Brian Glenn, who we, I just adore. His his I follow him everywhere on on. <laughs> On every on everything he has. Yeah, and he's the program director or the director of programming, depending on how you put it, uh, of Right Side Broadcasting Network. Yes, yes. And which also, is a website and an app. And what else is it, Brian? It's a Well, network. if you want to listen to, to the uh, untalented Jimmy Kimmel, he, he calls me the uh, low rent network is what he calls us, the oh, low rent network. Oh, oh, he, seems to, oh. he, he seems to watch us on a weekly basis. But no, we, we're. We are the largest online conservative news organization around. What did period. he call you? What did he call low you? Rent. Low, low rent. rent. Low rent. Yeah, he he likes to uh, take our coverage from these rallies and kind of poke fun at Trump and you know people that we might talk to. And, uh-huh. and, and I love and so, it. I we just made another appearance. This is about three weeks in a row. We we end up on Jimmy Kimmel's show, so it's kind of a. I, hey, look, you know what? In, any good. kind of press he wants to give us, I, I don't care. Call me low rent. Call me. Uh, not a network, not broadcasting, as you said before. I don't care. Uh, we're getting the word out and massively. you're successful. Yeah, yeah. We uh, our broadcast a- average uh, just under about four million every time we do a Trump event. So if I look at Jimmy Kimball's numbers on an average, <laughs> he's averaging about three hundred fifty thousand per right. episode. So you know, whatever. Those guys have <laughs> those guys have such a small segment, and they don't even understand that. Yeah, the it's percentages. Really, yeah. I don't. I don't know what what's what happens in their meetings and their in their programming I meetings. Know. You know? I don't know. They're 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 delusional. They think everyone in the country has the same mindset as they do. Apparently, and they don't. They're they don't even realize how many people they're alienating and. It's just, it's the demise. I mean, look at CNN Plus. They oh want 30 God. days. I 30 mean, days. <laughs> yeah. Who would ever think that people would pay uh, to be lied to? I, I don't understand. The memes about that were more enjoyable than the actual app, I think. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes that's true. And I honestly feel sorry for Chris Wallace. Why? Well, because he left one place and jumped over there, and then they just tanked. And I, no, I don't feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him at all. I, I feel sorry for I him. I know what be- you're saying, though, Michael, because you're a good person. You're like, I want people to have a, some sort of foresight, you know, to, to be able yeah, to see where they're going. Well, he was a jackass going. during those debates. Yeah, he so, was. He was. You know, he was. So he's got... You know, when I hear people talk about Biden saying, I feel so sorry for Biden, he's old, he doesn't know what he's doing. I don't feel sorry for him. For 47 years, he has literally profited from backdoor dealings with this country, selling out our Mm -hmm. government. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Well, I've never heard anyone say they feel sorry for him. So who are you hanging out with? Oh, you hear it all the time. (laughs) If you were in Brian's position, you might. I bet. By by the way, Brian, uh, since you don't live too far away from it, a totally different uh, track, train of thought here. You need to try this old house barbecue over in uh, I would love Carrollton in Louisville because <laughs> the brisket is the bomb. Oh, I mean, brisket. it is like I might go melt in your mouth. And there's also they have brisket nachos. Is it nachos? Oh yes, everything. Oh, and quesadillas. 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 That's what it is. Try that. I'm gonna have to look him up on social media. And, and when you go visit. in, say "Hola, señor Guillén." I will, because oh, he's the one that's Hola, cutting. He's working right behind the line. I tell you, it he's lo- amazing. It looks like from the outside, the, at least the original location. It looks like the old house name. You know, it's it's an old house, and yeah. but on the inside, it looks just like Spring Creek or any of those other places. It's okay. awesome. Right. 
Yeah. Good. I yeah. haven't made I'll it I'll check yet. it out for sure. Louisville, right? Louisville, Carrollton. Louisville, yes. Well, Louisville. we have one in Carrollton also on yeah. Josie Lane. Yes, yes, yes. So, awesome. Brian, I have a question to ask you. Um, that mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit about um, Mr. Biden, our, the president. Did you hear about the uh, IRS, the um, money that uh, that he cannot, uh, the $7 million or something like there yeah. that that was an excess that he can't account for? He can't account for it. It was during Did the you time. See that? Yeah, let's talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah, I didn't hear well, this. This just came well, in yesterday on the news. Yeah, I just broke a couple of days. Yeah, it, it basically, there, there's a, a large sum of money, I, five, seven million, I, you know, depending on, uh, I guess, the, the way they really crunch it down, that, that, that he, it's unexplainable income. Mm-hmm. Unexplainable, yes. Seven million, during, right? Yeah, and it's all during this time where uh, these emails came in, uh, you know, quote, the big guy, you know, 10%, you know, for the off the top, the big guy. That, they're, that laptop, I love Hunter's laptop. Hunter's Biden's laptop is so vital to uncovering really what was going on uh, when when Biden was vice president. I mean, you have to kind of think, how could this have been set up better? You know, who who would have been in a better position to record all this stuff that Hunter just happened to have (laughs) on his laptop? It's like it's like we had our own spy. I, yeah, I don't Amazing. understand any of this. I feel like I would get capital punishment for $7 million <laughs> unexplained income. You would income. get capital punishment for trying to sell one of the paintings that he yeah. tries to sell as a painting. I know. This is, yeah. oh, and they talk yeah. about and, inequality. And the, the media, think about this for a second. And Nobody talks about it. Nope. Mainstream media doesn't touch it. And, you know, it only took the New York Times, what, a year mm-hmm. later to say, okay, well, yeah, the, that laptop is real. Uh, but if you were to put that on Twitter a year ago, you would have got suspended. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like that's why this whole Elon Musk takeover on Twitter is so important because all of a sudden these low information voters will become informed. Absolutely, voters. I like it. Absolutely, I and like it. that's going to make a difference in the midterms. But yeah, it, Biden, I, I really, when I say I have no respect and I have no sympathy for that man, I don't Mm-mm. because I, I, I used to be like that, and I used to say that until people would tell me. Brian, the things he's done over the years, mm-hmm. he has made the bed that he lies in right now mm-hmm. and let him lie in it. Yeah. But Brian, not only what he's done, but what he's doing to the country now with the people yeah. like Osaki, who is his uh, uh, voice or his his. Yeah. You know, and whenever you say that, I picture like a, uh, an Asian man, uh, maybe a Japanese <laughs> Saki, man. Yeah. But that's her last name. Jen, mm-hmm. Jen Saki. You know, she has no res- they, she has no respect for anyone. Well, Nobody. she's going to go watch. She's going to go work for MSNBC. Yeah. So her days are numbered. So, I mean, who, who already announces her new gig before she leaves? Right. What a weirdo. Hey, hey, wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Billy. Well, and if, in case y'all didn't hear that, uh, go back and listen to the first segment where Billy was talking. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I'd love to hear. I'm kidding. So, Brian, tell, tell us a little bit of what is happening with January 6th with all our 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 patriots in there what's going on well i really got to give a lot of credit to margie taylor green yes. uh, out of uh, georgia she's been really the of, on the forefront of trying to fight for them now you know she was always and she'll say it and i'll say it again you know people that broke the law people that trespassed right you break the law and you we want full punishment of the law for absolutely people that cause violence and hurt others we, mm-hmm. i don't think any of us can no um, condone it no yeah absolutely but there are a lot of there are a lot of people right now that still sit in a uh, in, in in jail that are right. not charged, not charged. Um, have not had a course date. You know, there's there's a, just a lot of 
it's, it's a lot of rights are being violated right now. And mm-hmm. so, you know, one of them is Jacob Chansley, who I, oddly enough, I had a chance to meet a week before January 6th in Arizona. Uh, I, I found him outside the courthouse beating on his drum, dressed up like his Viking, right. walking mm-hmm. around the now, statue. And now, I, does he have so, does he have any sort of is- issues like um I don't know, attention deficit disorder or something like that. Yeah. Is there something with him? I don't know. I mean, when I when I interviewed him and I've yet, which, by the way, I, I have an interview that is not on social media because where it was yeah. until that happened. And I took it down only because I didn't want people to think that I was any kind of uh, relationship with him. Yeah. But now I don't care. Maybe I'll put it up. I don't care. But um, he seemed like he was very much an America first patriot. When okay. I he just I mean, he didn't say anything that was um outside of the fringe and you know i don't i don't you know he didn't yeah. he didn't say that you know jfk is still I've, alive right like i've that. heard some and uh i've heard a couple interviews with him and uh both times it came off like he was just a little bit off for and in some way I'm not, Extreme, I'm not yeah sure. he was he was big in fighting pedophilia in the white house that's or, cool you know, hollywood and that's, okay. That that's okay yeah, that's okay he has the right Finally. to do that <laughs> He has yeah. the right to do that. He has the right to say that, you know, right. He have absolutely has the right to say that. But no, January 6th, you know, I, I know that she's been, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's been instrumental in fighting for him. So um, let's just, you know, look look at that. Look, summer of 2019, we saw so many people locked up after, or not locked up after burning businesses down, oh, no, breaking, looting, yeah. writing. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they, they, they run. Matter of fact, AOC was raising money to, to get them out to of get them out of jail. Yeah. So was and the VP. Yeah. yeah so and then the you VP. have people that might have just walked in the back door that was open with Capitol police. Just right. Kind of yeah. Watching so, people walk in. Yeah. So some you know, of those people that were guarding the, the door there, the Capitol, they were, were letting them in. They were, they opened it for yes. them and you, you can't exactly be charged with trespassing if they, they let the you door. in. Yeah. So, and there's, th- no, so there's some, there's, there's gotta no be some fine lines, no proof of violence. That's right. Yeah. It's, there's gotta yeah. be some fine line in there. Yeah. There's where... a huge difference between what happened on one side and what happened there and the amount of punishment handed out. Sure. Sure. Huge difference. But, yeah. But on, with all the January six people, there's some people that went up into the offices. I saw that. That is trespassing, That's yeah. trespassing. because yeah. you, weren't, you weren't let well, in there, but was there damage of property, right? Like laptops I think there or something was, got stolen. Uh, there was yeah. a couple of things. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. That's bad. Yeah. But like. Out of the 800 people that actually got let into the, that building, how many of them were causing violence? Mm. Yeah. Like very, very few. Very few. It very just seems few. like on one side of the fence, you have to be so far beyond reproach. You, you just anything at all allows them to justify everything right. on their side. And Brian, did you see, I, I read an article not too long ago uh, about this Navy pilot and his wife. And uh, he's retired now, and, but they were there on January 6th. And they did not even go into the Capitol, and yet he was in jail there in D.C. Yeah. for months. Mm-hmm. And they repeatedly abused him and mm. put him in solitary and beat him until he was unconscious. And he is not a healthy man anymore, and now he's out finally. But I think he has a big grievance to take up with the yeah. the government. He, he should be able yeah. to sue yeah I, I yeah i, I yeah it's, it's just horrible i don't even i just can't imagine what some of those people are going through and their families i mean their you know, families yeah yeah families and, and breadwood you know people that had jobs that mm-hmm. people were you know rely on to pay mortgages and i i you know it's just it's a horrible situation um and i and i don't know i don't know how we go forward because i don't see the 
the, the administration doing, doing anything, anything no. proactively. No, not at all. It's so sad. You know? They well, don't care. You know, they well, don't care. Speaking about prisoners, we were going to talk about our um, Marine that just got let out of Russia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, yes, absolutely. So he's home. From, he's from Granbury, Texas. That's right. Wonderful. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I mean, you know, we need more of that happening right now in the world of of uh, of people that have been locked uh, locked away. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's just we need good news. We do need some good <laughs> you know, news. You've got yeah. the, 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 the young National Guardsman that uh, drowns, right. uh, you know, that drowned last week. Um horrible situation. You've got the white house that's just pushing this narrative that that's not their responsibility uh, for what is happening on Eagle pass and along the Texas, Arizona, mm, and California border. say those things it just, but especially for one of our military. Just, I mean, this is, this is just, it's such a disrespect. Your first statement is to point fingers a little like, that. Yeah. come on. Yeah. I've said this though, Billy, if you lined up a thousand people and you go to them, you say, name top three things that you and your family are most concerned about. I guarantee you, nobody is saying the Russian Ukraine conflict. No. The fact that, that Kamala or Biden have not really been to the border and have, have showed support to the people coming in or the, the people that have been sex trafficked says all you need to know about their attention. Yeah. It's all about this invasion in the Ukraine. Uh, and, and I'm not just saying, I'm not to diminish the, the human aspect of all of that because it is very, it is very it's, bad. Yes. It's very sad. I'm not downplaying that at all, but uh, we have an invasion on our Southern border and we have a lot of problems here. We got homeless, you know, veterans on the streets sleeping. The fact that we're sending, you know, billions and billions of dollars over there to help, to help those people is in my, in my opinion, un-American, uh, America first. And that's really what America first movement means. It, put, it means putting America first. And yes, once sir. again, we are with Brian Glenn from Brightside Broadcasting Network. He is the director of programming over there. I am so glad that um, Billy Tatum decided to come back from his <laughs> vacation of five weeks. How many weeks did you take off? I, think it was I just had two. other things going on. Sorry. Well, and you look fabulous. You Thank look you. a little red. It's not red. I'm sorry. I don't burn. I'm sorry. I think it's a reflection off his shirt. It oh, is might, that what it my is? shirt is red. Well, I'm glad you're back because we missed you and, and you, you missed some really good shows. I know and it. Great I guests. I just like we are uh, the great guests like Brian, Brian Glenn. Glenn. And speaking of I red, adore. Yeah. we're talking about a red wave here, right, I, Brian I Glenn? I wore my red oh. shirt for Brian Glenn today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you read that. You wore that shirt uh, on the perfect day, and I tell you, if we see so much momentum going towards yes. the terms, yes, uh, a lot of these primaries, I, I, you know, I really feel confident that I we're going to wake up on November 9th and it will be an overwhelming victory. I think so. Uh, in both the House and Senate, I really, I really think so. And here's what I, I fear, because I was told this before Election Day in 2020, that. If we wake up and they're still counting votes in certain states, and we're we're not it's too close to call, and that same shenanigans happen again, I don't know where we go, for people. I really don't. There's no way you could vote for Joe. I just, in my personal no opinion, way. I have never felt the word puppet more in my life than I have with this guy. Yeah, yeah. he's not even a figurehead. Almost destroying our country. Yeah, ruining our country. He's destroying our country, and it has the things he's doing. It has to be on purpose. And the it stock market to, is going yeah. downhill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything, the yeah. gas is going up. The food, some people are having to take either they eat chicken or they eat 
of canned food. I mean, it's just ridiculous. You, We're in. You know the old trouble. saying: you you don't blow out someone else's candle to make your shine any brighter. That doesn't work that way. It's mm-hmm. almost like he is trying to make it so bad that literally anything would be better running in behind him. You know, yeah. yeah. So, so you will see. A, yeah. I think a, a red wave. Yeah, uh, I think so too. I think we're you know? all tired of it. And I, Brian, yeah. Brian, you were going to talk about uh, your hometown, uh, McKinney, Texas, and some school board oh, stuff going on. Yes. I, I often, real quickly, I want to touch on this. I often ask people during our broadcast if, if you want to make a difference in the world, you know, start in your own community. Start, you know, if you want to, be, uh, you go to city council meetings, whatever. But you can go to school board meetings. And, and stand up and fight for what is right. And what I'm seeing right now, uh, this 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 push that we're seeing on to sexualize our children at such a young age, and these books that really promote things that that the school and the government should have no business getting into it. If I was to take some of these books that are on the shelves here in McKinney ISD and Prosper ISD and, and other, and, you know, school districts around North Texas that have um, pictures, illustrations, sexual illustrations mm. and, and descriptions in there. If I was to take those books and take them to any business in main street USA and say, Hey, may I put this book on display in your business on the wall? Right. They would say, absolutely not. It's right. pornography. So if it's, if it doesn't belong in our business, it doesn't belong Blend in our schools. schools. I encourage I encourage everybody to go to their school board meetings and let your voices be heard and make them throw you out of those meetings. And, and, <laughs> and I say it, that very peacefully, color within the lines. And it's not, we, it's not book banning and it's not censorship to want to be able to have appropriate material in front of a 12-year-old. It's ridiculous. And so I want everybody to really wake up because this has been happening over the years. And I, you know, well, we've all been sleeping on it. We've yeah. all, it's been, it's been one of those sleeper things where it's just now all of a sudden we're seeing that, you know, the teachers that we had 50 years ago certainly ain't the teachers now. No. Uh, you know, the things that are in the classroom. Or the not, librarians. Oh, or the librarians. So just just wake up, do something about wake it, up. make your voices be heard. Yeah, just wake up. Wake up. And and, and if you have to run for, for school board, right. uh, go do it. Throw some of these people out yeah. of office. And uh, I just watched a video a couple of days ago of uh it was in it was in mckinney and someone got tossed out of a school board meeting because they're they call these books disgusting well really? that's their right to call it disgusting it is their right it is disgusting and that's why and, they got tossed out because they called the books disgusting yeah because they stood up and was like you know this is this disgusting and yeah. and they finally just said you know remove that person but wow um yeah i mean we all got to well, if you want to run for school board and uh you need maybe uh, somebody to run your campaign uh alexandra knows some people Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that can help you because it's it can be an uphill battle running against like some establishment people that yeah. might, might be in there at the school board level who have uh, who have yeah. big pockets or whatever. Hey, Brian. Yeah. I think yes, one ma'am. of the problems we have is our society has just completely have no more values. I think that's we have such a um, I call it Sodom and Gomorrah style ways that we're doing business nobody cares and our country is suffering for it and us that care we have to fight evil and you mm-hmm. know if you're strong you can fight the evil if you're weak you can't it takes over mm-hmm. and i think that's where we are right now we have to fight the evil and also well, i'm going to bring this up today because today this evening starts the uh, v- a very important day is called yom hashoha which is called holocaust day in english mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. We can commemorate the six million Jews murdered in the Holocaust, which is happening right now. Mm-hmm. 
in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And this is things that we have to understand because it can happen here. And we are in that particular border t- style. We are very seriously have to watch what we, what's happening to our country mm-hmm. because we could be the next. And there's also religious persecution going on in uh, Africa. Everywhere. And, yes. and um, it's going here in China. It's going here with the for us Jews. It's going here. Oh, I know. I know. But at least here we're not being put in camps. Or no, anything. no, no. But. We have got to start or being enslaved like they are in Africa. Right. 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 And I think that's a big thing. So what do you think? Mr. No, I, I, I'm with you. We all must stand up and fight evil. You know, you can hate evil. Matter of fact, to love God, you must hate, must hate evil. evil. Yes. And you must stand up and do that. And you're finding people that don't have the courage to, st- to stand up. Uh, either at a school board meeting or even on their Facebook page and go, wait a minute, I, I, I don't agree with this. This is wrong. I'm not going to just stay silent because if you stay silent, you're allowing evil to happen. Yeah. Uh, and that's why all of us have the power, uh, the social media power to, to say something. And, you know, I, that's why I take my job very seriously in that when we go cover an event, we go cover whether it's immigration or it's, you got, hey, you got Roe versus Wade. That's going to be uh, your months. We're could be months or weeks away from some type of argument. That's true. Yeah. In that case, like you have to stand up and, and, and with and be bold in your convictions I and fight th- evil. I think people don't stand up because they don't have enough information these days or they don't know what to believe anymore. And that's yeah. been the real issue is how much they muck things up to keep people from the truth. That's right, what yeah. I feel about it. There's so much disinformation so much. and and the media's contrary absolute crap everywhere. Yeah. I just it's it's nauseating. <laughs> yeah. There's also yeah, in, our, in our schools. In our a, schools are teaching these kids that this country's horrible and yeah. that there's you know, I've always said, you know, there's racist in America, but America is not racist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's racism in this country and we we need to fight that. But to sit there and teach these kids that inherently this country is built on racism and everything is in this country is racist yeah. is not. Is, no. is I think maybe they need to visit a dozen other countries first and see how much yeah. more racist those other ones are. Yeah. yeah. They still yeah. want to live here, I bet. Yeah, I'll bet you they <laughs> want to well, move back over here. I'm not going to go look. This is this is the funniest thing. You have all this. We hate this country, but they came here. Yeah. And they live off, yeah. of, you know, they, they live off of our government or everything. And but they hate it. But why did you come here to begin with? Mm-hmm. Why? What's the reason? Mm-hmm. I still don't understand mm-hmm. it. They said, well, because we make good money. This this. Oh, that's that's right. And on the backs of our military. That's how you do it. Right. Correct. And I'll quote my preacher. He said it a couple of Sundays ago and it made a lot of sense to me. And it really resonated. You know, people complain about the price of gas. People complain about this and this and that. He says, well, at the end of the day, God is good. He is in control. And this is just, this is just the season that we're in. And we must always remind ourselves that God is in control. Amen. And that he, and that's it. So we all need to be happy and have no fear. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so yes, gas, gas prices suck. They're too high. Yes. You know, we got problems, but at the end of the day, we have our life and uh, we have God and that's 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 more important than anything. And speaking of religious liberty, have you heard about the case that's going to Supreme Court? They're in deliberations uh, with it right now. Yeah. Coach, Coach Kennedy. Oh, Coach Kennedy. Coach please Kennedy, pray for right. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is Coach Joe Kennedy. He was uh, fired from his job for praying uh, on the field after a football game. And he wasn't leading the kids necessarily. Uh he did that every time he went to a game. He, he, he That was just one of his things that he did all the time. He went to the 
the field and prayed and thank God for his job. Thank God that he got to coach kids and all this kind of stuff. And they said, if you do that again, you're fired. And he got fired because he stood up for his for his rights. And he wasn't backing a particular religion. He wasn't saying that the school was was saying you have to be part of this particular religion. He was just personally himself doing that. Yeah. But yeah, since it was on their on a government property, you can't do that, apparently. But now it's going before the Supreme Court and it looks good. It looks like they're going to it's going to turn out the right way. Yeah, I think common sense is going to prevail at the end. And, I you know, so. we, we've just gotten away from common sense. And that's, just, that's it. We've gotten away from just the families and everything else. I'm so glad you were here this evening Thank with you, us. I, not in person, but at least we heard your beautiful next voice. Time I, I, next time I'll be there in person, I, you know, it just, things came up today and I just couldn't make it there. But right. I definitely want to get back in that, get back in that old studio. Well, well, how, how can people get hold of you? Uh, you can follow me at Brian Glenn TV on all social media. And you can also follow uh, Right Side Broadcasting Network pretty much across the board, too, just RSBN. I'm just doing all of that. Yeah. If you're on Truth Social, jump on there, too. That's that's really taking off. So, Well, I can't get on there yet because I'm not an Android, Brian. <laughs> that's right. Oh, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> you have to, you have to, you have to be on Apple to be on Truth Social. But Yeah, um, he's coming, though. It's coming. I think yeah. they should have rolled that out together. But that's, hey, I'm not a tech all developer. Right. I'm just... Brian, thank you so much for being here this evening. We really appreciate you and hope you uh, look forward to coming back again and giving us a little bit more update on what's happening in this country. Thank you again. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you. God bless. This is Alexandra and Friends. Find us online at alexandraandfriends.com and on Facebook at alexandraandfriends660. And please be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you get every one of these. Radio broadcast is also a podcast. I'm going to go edit it just a little bit so it's different than the radio broadcast. But you can listen to that. Uh, as well, and find the links at alexandraandfriends.com. Good night, Billy. Good night, everyone. And don't forget, this has been brought to you by Roberto Perez at Miller Title and Old House Barbecue in Carrollton and Louisville. Good evening. Thank you for being here. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de Old House Barbecue, y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es oldhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode.